Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Childhood Rising podcast. This space and this business have been intentionally designed to bring together an empowered collective of parents, educators, carers, and other folk who are all journeying alongside children. Through this podcast and our support services, we aim to raise the well-being of the whole child, as well as the adults who walk alongside them. We talk about trauma-informed caregiving, play, and the importance of attachment, while also not being afraid to cover the difficult but deeply reflective conversational topics too. If you too believe in the inherent wholeness, competence, and contribution children have to offer this world, then you're in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to another episode here on Childhood Rising, the podcast. Today, I'm going to be answering the question of what is aware parenting? Because for a lot of people, this approach is still fairly new and maybe something they have not heard of. And I thought it would be really helpful to just give you a bit of an overview. And I'm also going to share a story about how I have used aware parenting and it's been quite transformative for me. So aware parenting is an evidence-based approach to raising children that honestly really has the power to change the world. In aware parenting, we really question traditional philosophies and approaches to raising children, and we're challenged to go a layer deeper, a layer deeper beyond the assumptions of what we would consider normal and beyond the surface that is to the much deeper layers of ourselves and our children where we accept and we heal the impacts of stress and trauma, which allows us to come back to a connected and cooperative version of ourselves. This approach is founded by Aletha Salter, PhD. Aletha is a developmental psychologist and has authored five beautiful, amazing books on aware parenting, which I wholeheartedly recommend that you read and explore. Um, Aletha is recognized as an expert on attachment, trauma, non-punitive discipline, and developmentally appropriate expectations, which are all key aspects of the aware parenting approach. If you're listening and you've been following, you are likely familiar with approaches such as attachment parenting, and aware parenting shares some of those ideologies and um, aspects of that approach. And I'll just run through the three key aspects to aware parenting that really summarize what exactly it is and what it advocates for and what it doesn't advocate for as well. So the first aspect is attachment style parenting. And in in this part, aware parenting really advocates for early bonding with lots of physical contact with baby. Um, you know, the need for physical contact exists beyond infancy. So we really advocate for that within aware parenting. We advocate for prolonged breastfeeding when it is viable for mum and baby, um, prompt responsiveness to tears and crying, and caregivers that really have sensitive attunement to um, a child's needs. The second aspect of aware parenting is non-punitive approaches to discipline. So what this means is we don't use punishments of any kind. This might include things like spanking or time out or artificial consequences. Um, We also don't use rewards or bribes for children's behavior, but we always search for the underlying needs and feelings that that behavior might be trying to communicate to us as their caregivers. Aware parenting also Um, encourage us as caregivers and parents to look within and that means you know anger management for us if we need it healing our own um, emotional experiences and then aware parenting also advocates for 
conflict resolution that is peaceful. So this might look like, you know, speaking about our needs when we're trying to communicate and support our children to communicate through um, a conflict situation or implementing something like family meetings. The third aspect of aware parenting is healing from stress and trauma. And this part of aware parenting is really what distinguishes it from other approaches, in my opinion. So in this aspect, we recognize the we recognize stress and trauma, including unmet needs, as some of the primary causes of behavioral and emotional concerns in children. So we have a real emphasis on the prevention of stress and trauma in our lives, in our environments. But then when those things happen, which they innately do, you know, a part of being human is experiencing stress and trauma on some some level. We really advocate for and support parents and carers to recognize the healing effects of play, laughter and crying in the context of a safe, loving parent-child, carer-child relationship. And we use play and listening to tears and crying with heaps of intention to support that healing. So to be an aware parent or educator or other professional is to really step back and to see the bigger view as to what is going on in any one moment. We become aware of our personal triggers and what we are bringing to the relationship with children. We are really challenged to review our expectations and assumptions that might be held or you know formed from our own experiences of being children and parented. We are supported deeply to have our own feelings heard and accepted so that we can facilitate our own healing in order to then have the capacity to hold space and acceptance for our children's emotions. In aware parenting, we are aware of the journey of child development, which allows us to be grounded and have appropriate expectations of our children's behavior and their needs. This includes the need to cry and to have those tears listened to and accepted by a safe and empathetic person. When I first discovered aware parenting, I was still breastfeeding my second child. Um, But at the time, I was actually starting to night wean her. She was maybe around 18 months old. I'm not sure if I'm recalling that correctly. But um, yeah, it was around the time that she was 18 months old, roughly. And I was finding the process of night weaning extremely difficult because she would become pretty upset when I would set that, you know, that loving limit around not offering the breast during the nighttime. Um, For a bit of context, my daughter was still feeding on demand at 18 months and I was feeling quite touched out and pretty sleep deprived at this point. Um, And she would feed fairly frequently throughout the day and would also seek out the breast when she was hurt or, you know, something had upset her as well. So what I learned through discovering aware parenting is that despite my best intentions, of course, you know, I'm always, there is no, no one sits out to do ill intent, right? I had been offering my daughter the breast almost as a replacement to simply hearing her tears and hearing her crying. So there was this buildup of emotions here and night weaning was really bringing up a lot of that to the surface. By simply knowing and becoming aware of the fact that my daughter simply needed to have her crying heard as we night weaned, that instantly helped me become in a much um, better headspace to be able to accept those tears because I had gained that understanding, right? The tears were so much more about the limit that I had set around breastfeeding throughout the night. The tears were unreleased tears that had been waiting under the surface there for the past 18 months or so. Um, and my 
daughter had, you know, unintentionally been, we'd been using breastfeeding as this repression mechanism for crying. And my role now as her, you know, parent, as her mom was to create this emotional safety to allow her to fully express those feelings. So while this is going to look different for everyone um, and everyone's breastfeeding journey looks really different, one of the aspects of aware parenting that has deeply supported me is understanding why children cry, why it is important for us to accept those those tears and that crying, and what can happen when we don't. So they can create um, repression mechanisms, and you know, for my daughter, that looked like feeding, breastfeeding um, all the time, all the time, or at least it felt like all the time. For other children, it might look like um, you know, sucking their thumb or using a dummy or. Um, you know, there are a whole range of ways that we repress, repress our emotions. And this happens in childhood and it also happens um, for us as adults, right? Emotional eating is something that we're all probably familiar with, but it could be um, smoking or alcohol or some other sort of mechanism that we have to repress our emotions. So by supporting our children to fully have those emotions expressed and heard and accepted, we're giving them the sc- the skills that they need, the relationship that they need, you know, the template for the re- their relationships to be able to go on into, you know, the remainder of their life, into adulthood and know that it is safe, hopefully, for them to have their emotions fully heard and accepted. So to be an aware parent, to be aware, also means to be parenting and seeing parenting as a relationship based on the importance of attachment. We see approaches like rewards and punishments, threats and blame or shame as detrimental to any relationship, including the ones that we have with our children. But we see the power in being responsive to their needs and accepting children's emotions while still being a confident leader that can support them through hard things. We give them a secure template for their future relationships, including the relationship that they have with themselves. Finally, as aware parents or, you know, using this aware parenting approach in your professional role with children, we are also aware of the impacts of stress on trauma on all aspects of our being. And we are committing to reducing the instances of stress and trauma within the environment, like I mentioned before, as well as supporting healing through the processes of crying, laughter and play. And if you would like to explore aware parenting and how this beautiful approach could transform your relationships with children and yourself, then I really invite you to learn more about some of the ways that we could work together over on my website. That is www.childhoodrising.com.au. And on our website, you will also find a free download there where I give you some intentional attachment play ideas that you can use with children to really overcome anger and aggressive behaviors in a beautifully connected, healing and playful way. So I will link uh, where you can find that here in the show notes and the podcast. Um, But otherwise, have a beautiful and connected week and I will speak to you soon.